So my stomach has been not responding well to that in particular. Last night, I'm sorry. <laughs> she was woken violently up and she just goes, disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. You're listening to Overcoming Runner's Block, a two gomers podcast about regular people chasing big goals, facing their excuses and barriers, and inviting a nation along for the run. This is our first one word special for January, 2023. Welcome to this, the first one-word special of 2023. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, dude. That New Year's baby? You know that, like, that old man, old year, and then New Year's baby? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's like the Santa of New Year's. Oh, like Santa baby. No, da, da, not, da, da, Santa, da. not Santa baby. New Year's baby. Like the old, the the 2022 is represented by a super old guy with a long white beard Got and it. a robe. And then mm-hmm. 2023 is like a little baby. I see. Okay. Because it's, I mean, as of recording, we're in that old man state. Right. Right. Yep. Because it's actually the year not is old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the year. So in the new year, the year is young. Like the day is young. The night is young, right? Like that? Right, but it's like the Easter bunny or oh, okay. a leprechaun. It's like a okay. mystical, supernatural <laughs> thing, like, okay. like Santa. Sure. Okay, I've never heard of it, but it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> it is great. Sounds cool. It's probably a thing. <laughs> yeah, you're, so yeah, you're right. The, the people are listening to this in the new year. Mm-hmm. New baby, mm-hmm. new baby, new year, and we are in 2022. Old man, 2022, recording it. Yep. Sometimes we like to get a jump on these one-word apps. Totally. We usually do, actually. Although sometimes we've recorded them in like March, so right. we're yeah, way ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. But I, I, it's just weird to see 2023 on the docket. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. 2020 was the beginning yuck. of a just <laughs> yuck, yeah, yeah. But it's it's like we're really getting into these 2020s. Is that you, you know, know like the what is it the 20s the 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 roaring in the 1920s? 20s? What were they called? The roaring, right? Yeah. Have people come up with a term these. yet for the 2020s? I mean, you think about the age of anxiety, you know, in uh-huh. the. Early yep. aught or of the of the twentieth century. So I don't know if this is the aging of anxiety of the twenty first century. I don't know. Maybe the or anxious twenties. How about that? Sure. The age of distraction. Mm-hmm. The age of confusion. The age of I don't know. Yeah, I know. If somebody knows what the twenties are called, we want to know. Hmm. Um. By the way, me talking about New Year's baby was kind of like you talking about tripophobia. Oh yeah, Ooh. where I just had no idea what you meant. A okay. new, a new idea. Did you look it up? Oh Is yeah, I looked it up on. I looked it up while we were no, recording no, the no. app. New Year's baby. Oh, I'll look up New Year's baby. <laughs> Good call. The image switches probably will not be as disturbing as tripophobia. Oh. We had a number of people write it, write in, DM, email, and text about that. So right. it is a thing. Yep. New Year's baby. The New Year's baby is certainly a thing. I'm seeing it all over the place. Oh, okay. That's eh, just me. Christmas. Rudolph, and he appears in Rudolph Shiny New Year. But oh. he's also a thing beyond that. Um, okay. Oh, and I know where I've, in Holiday Inn, they have New Year, the New Year's baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we haven't watched that yet this year. Okay. Um, 
The New Year's the ba- the Baby New Year is a personification of the start of the New Year, commonly seen in editorial cartoons. Hmm. Oh, okay, it's a probably a New Yorker thing. Interesting. Okay. He so symbolizes for- the birth of the new year and the passing of the prior year. In other words, a rebirth, which is kind of the one word thing that we totally. do. Totally. Oh, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into yeah. it, even though it does sound like one of those liberal elite East Coast. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> because just because I know who the New Year's baby is, <laughs> I'm an elitist. Well, I'll take it. I receive it then. <laughs> if being an elitist means I know about the New Year baby, then yes. Then call me Miles Davis. All right. So <laughs> one word Wait, special. You you said dude, before we started that what? Hold on. Um I I I spilled on my pants like last week. Yes. Uh and um and like we were in church. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yep. so I thought about that. I was like, if if I have to like it was and it was just on my like my right front pocket. Yep. It was a hundred percent, you know, Miles Davis. Right. If if people don't know what we're talking about, watch Billy Madison. But yeah, I, I was just wondering pants, as you were telling that story. Yeah. If people haven't seen Billy Madison, mm-hmm. if they would have had any idea or still mm-hmm. do have any idea why you told me a story about spilling stuff on your pants. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> but let's not let's not say it. People have to watch Billy Madison to understand. Great. Okay. Darn near perfect. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, canon movies for yeah. us. Um, you said before we were we started recording that you have a holiday update. Now, is it mm. is it a Christmas update? Because we are releasing this in New Year's <laughs> on January seventh, I think. Okay, but people no, might still be in the mood. It's running related, but it's not Christmas. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. All right, let's hear it. I want to hear it because there's no okay. way you'll ever say it again. You might as well right. say it now. Okay. So I forgot to mention on the Thanksgiving or the turkey trot in review, mm-hmm. I forgot yeah. to talk about it. And there's no other place to talk about it. And I forgot to mention this. And it could have been a runner's block episode of its own. And maybe we'll do it one day if we ever need content. Right. Mm-hmm. But I woke up on Thanksgiving and my nose was running so bad, dude. Okay. Like not COVID. Not nothing like that. Just like okay. a runny nose, you know what I mean? Sure. And so that entire like uh, like I I almost couldn't go to the turkey trot. It was running so bad. <laughs> and I was like, so were you sick or was it just the no, symptom? It was just just like a runny nose. Symptoms really that, that might be yeah. Uh, um no. yeah, so just the runny nose. You weren't sick. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Okay. Just a runny nose. And like we had so many jokes, like, you know, you're not, you're like, my nose is running, so I can't run. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Or I like that. You know, like, so I, I do think there could be a runner's block, like, my nose, my nose is running, or something. Well, we did on the spring app. Oh yeah, I talked about allergies, and I talked all about runny noses. It it could have been a. F- we actually thought about it because just the day before we had gotten our Christmas tree. And we had mm-hmm. all this pine stuff in here. Mm. So we were actually yes. were thinking, is it an allergy? Okay. Uh, and so I did one of those hard resets where I was like, maybe if I take a shower. Okay. You, you know how sometimes if you're feeling just kind of eh, you take a shower, yep. it's like this baptism, right? Death to life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're washed clean. You emerge ready to run. Yep. Mm-hmm. My, <laughs> my nose was running in the shower super bad. Uh-huh. Yep. Then I got out super bad. And then on the run, super bad. Like really, like I, I I think I wore my Wisconsin hoodie or something like that. And yeah, the the sleeve. Uh, sorry to be gross, but the sleeve was just you know lots of snot. You know what so I mean? So you didn't you didn't follow my tip on the spring episode, which was to bring Kleenex with you. When well, you I did. Nose, did. I had you? a okay. hoodie, and I had tons of Kleenex in the pocket. So <laughs> yeah, but but. Even in between Kleenexes, you're like, right, yeah. you know, just like the little wipes you do. Yep. Uh, yeah. But well, pushed through the pain. Wow. And crushed it. I just forgot to mention that because we had so much to talk about on the Thanksgiving episode. Speaking of runny noses, can I just give a shout out to the mom who mm-hmm. runs with her baby in a stroller past my window every mm-hmm. morning? Yep. A couple days ago, 
stopped right in front of the house and performed this farmer's blow mm. that knocked my socks off. Just incredible. <laughs> incredible. So, uh, apparently, she had a runny nose. It was nine degrees when I ran this morning. So it's cold wow. here. So yeah. lots of running noses sure. around here. But, um, you know, it was just like she's a very put-together woman with yep. a very expensive stroller and a cute baby. Yep. Just shamelessly snotting all over our front yard and then just <laughs> continuing on. So and then great job, continue. mom, lady Good. that runs by my window. Good job. I, I do wonder that. Like when you're out running mm-hmm. and you're in front of other, other people's houses, you're out. You know what I mean? Like you're so like so, but you're in somebody else's place. You know what yep. I mean? So like mm-hmm. You're you're like well I'm not I'm not farmer blowing at home, or like remember that lady that used to there, there was that viral video for a long time the lady that always went to the bathroom behind that one place <laughs> there was a dumpster and it was like every day that or sounds awesome every couple of days this lady would duck behind the same spot and it kept getting caught on camera. Ooh wow love it. Uh, yeah so I mean I don't love that she did that but I like that it was caught on camera that's funny. right. Uh, but you know you're out so. Do you okay if if you have like a uh like okay if you're walking with Chewy, yeah, and um, or I'm walking with Indy, or running, and you have you know you gather the poop you know yep yep do do you what what's your position on throwing that away in somebody oh else's dumpster? Oh boy, oh boy, am I calling you out here? True Gomer confession. True Gomer confessions. Yeah. Um, no qualms. Wow. Okay. I'm throwing that poop in other people's garbage cans. Wow. And I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because people do it into our garbage cans. Okay. You're 100% right about the second part because I see it happen. Yep. And I kind of get a little mad about it, but I don't. But then I'm like, who cares? It's garbage. Right. But I never, I never throw away dog poop, wow. fast food bags. Wow. Like, I feel bad. Like, I'm like, I get it's garbage. Like, I guess that's what I'm asking is like, at what point does it become corporate garbage? You know, like for uh, when it's for, in for your me, garbage it's, can, it's yep. your garbage. Yeah. You know? I would say if it's on the curb, dang mm. it, there's no rhyme here. <laughs> it's If it's on the curb, you can throw away your herbs or, or okay. dog poop what, into if it. it. That is public that's public. It's going to go, especially, I usually, so I don't go into other people's driveways and throw away my poop bags into their garbage that's like up close to their house. Mm. You know what I mean? But if it's rolled out to the curb, I gingerly place that bag on top of all the rest of their garbage. Who cares? Okay. How about if it's on the curb, throw away the turd? <laughs> Yay, you did it. <laughs> Or sort some, sort some, of a sideways <laughs> rhyme, but I will take it. What about perturbed? <laughs> yeah, if it's on the curb, I'm not perturbed. There we go. Okay. <laughs> throw away, throw it away in that. That is a great question, and I'm sure it's probably divisive. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't do it. Be, but, but like I have thought about the guilt of it. It's like, why? If it's on the curb, throw away the turd. Here's the other reason I don't care. Is because I don't care when people do it in our garbage, and I don't care if I'm doing it in other people's garbage because it is so much worse to just leave it. Definitely, yeah. You, w- I would not do that. Never. No. But no. No. There Absolutely. are a lot of people in our neighborhood that do. Uh, and yeah, so see, that's gross. I'm and like, yeah. I'm like, if I'm doing this step, you shouldn't. Nobody should be complaining about this. Got it. Uh, I'm keeping yep. the neighborhood clean. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, there was. That's come up on our like neighborhood Facebook page, which I'm actually not a part of, but mm-hmm. I have heard. Actually, I think I'm on it, but I've never checked it. Okay. It's like Santa's coming through or, you know, these things. Uh-huh. This is happening at the pool this weekend. But somebody yep. has written many times about about this oh, in yeah. lawns. Yeah. N- Next door app. Do you know what that is? Yep. It's, a, it's like a social media just for neighborhoods. And I would say 50% is dog poop related. Okay. <laughs> Please don't let your dog poop in my yard. 
Got it. So much chatter about that. Yeah, it, it's gross. I, I am yep. curious, though, what people think about this. Actually, if you if you have thoughts yeah. on this. Yeah, let us know. Uh, follow us on Instagram and go to our <laughs> link tree. <laughs> Email us directly to gomers at gmail.com. We want to know. <laughs> Maybe we should have Annie put a survey out there yeah. in the new year. Yeah. What do you think about right. other people's garbage cans? Right. Um, speaking of the speaking of the new year, one words. It's my turn. Yep. Every year, we pick one word for each of us. Instead mm-hmm. of a list of New Year's resolutions, which I still have. Right. Um, we started this tradition eleven years ago, twelve years ago now, I think. Yep. Where we each pick one word that will define and guide our upcoming year. So it's my turn this week. Man, I am so excited about this. Like we have a shared note where we have each other's notes. Right. I have not looked at it because I'm, I'm afraid. Do you know my secret about the notes? Sure. That I'll write it in, Mm -hmm. but if I don't want you to see it, I'll change the color to white. Okay. I don't want to look at it right now it, it it does it don't do it right now but i'm just telling you if you see like a big blank under something on the notes yeah there actually is text there but it's white oh cool so i'll take the note but hide it from you by changing the color so cool. you don't get spoiled okay good well i i didn't look at our notes today for this okay. episode because i was afraid of it getting spoiled so from <laughs> now on i'll know that you're doing that yep and I'm very i'm I'm very caring and careful in that way. I don't yeah. want to spoil. No one likes to be spoiled. No way, dude. Yep. All right. So let, let, why don't we head right into the one word? All right. Let's do it. Hey, how's it going, bro? I cannot wait to hear your word. But first, I'm going to have this delicious Coke. Yeah, it's the new year. He's cracking a Coke. Uh-huh. Now I can tell that that's a, a, little, a little guy. Yeah, what is this? The eight? No, seven point five. Whoa, seven point five. Only ninety calories. Wow, I haven't had a Coke in so long. I just, I don't know. It's Christmas. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. Wait, wait, it's. Oh, I mean, it's the it's new, new year. year. <laughs> <laughs> and it that is so rich and sweet. Jeez. Oh man, I love a Coke. Mm. Um. All right, one word. This we. This is an Oprah thing. I, I can yes. never remember. Okay. Uh, well, no, it's it's one of those things where somebody like Brene Brown brought it to Oprah. I don't think it was Oprah's okay, got idea. It. Got it. Yep. Um, and Stephen Furtick did it for a long time. Like, okay. I heard it there too. I mean, I, uh-huh. I think it's just one of. It was probably in a book. Maybe. Sure. Yep. That went viral, and then yeah. And I'm sure the concept of reducing something down to one word for your year is probably has been thought of over and over again we just really love it we just attached to it it. right yes um so uh one of the reasons i love it is because we get to look back on the year and say hey that was my word from last year here's how it went Mm -hmm. um and then we get to start what i do is i spend a couple weeks thinking about it before i settle on one and i will tell you right now i don't know if this has happened to me before i am between two right now still even as we speak i am oh wow split evenly i think between these two and so we're going to cast lots during this recording and i'm going to pick okay. one because i don't know if it's ever like this for you you get a couple and you're like at some point during the day you're like it's 100% that mhm and then something else happens and you're like nope it's that one yeah and i feel like i've been waffling between the two uh, got it and I feel comfortable saying it could be either one of these, and I would fully embrace it. Okay. Oh, um, man. So we'll do that in a little bit. First, I just want to do a little 2022 in review on my word. Um, okay. Uh, do you remember what it was? Settle, I remember, yep. because Jessica laughed super hard at it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Settle. Um, and it was not the settle. Well, it was in some ways the settle that people think it is, but it's not like I'm settling for something, right? It was yes, much more like, nuanced than that. It wasn't 
settle like, well, I guess this is it. I'll yep. just settle. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the specific things that I was talking about was I wanted to settle my stomach. Oh, yeah. Right. And so the commitment was a lot less cow stuff. Mm-hmm. Dairy, bro, that is just out besides cheese in my life. Right. And cheese once a week on pizza. Right. I don't do cheeseburgers anymore. Mm, I mean, that after pizza, that's just, that makes me so sad, dude. Because to yeah. me, a burger isn't a burger without cheese. Okay. I have learned to really love it. Um, and well, you know what? I'll, I take it back. I can't do a Big Mac without the one slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about that one, but I actually find that I can taste the beef, and we'll get back to that, better yeah. without the cheese on it. Um, yeah, I get it. So dairy stuff is very much kind of not a part of my life anymore. I talked about not milk on the uh, on the Gomer's Favorite Things episode. I'm finding new ways to enjoy my life without dairy. Beef yes. was the one that I was going to work hard on. Right. This past year, um, I did okay with that. I would say I did beef once a week. Okay, that's that's maybe not bad. a little more. Let's see how many weeks are in the year. Fifty-two. Mm-hmm. I'd say seventy times. Okay. Yeah. Um, but worked hard to eradicate that from the diet. Eat different meats. Eat no meats at all. Um. And I have noticed a significant settling in my stomach. I think there's one key thing that I need to figure out this coming year, and that sugar mm. is the later in the day I eat sugar, the more uh, I'm I struggle through the night to not. I mean, this is a little gross to not continually wake Jessica up with my horrific farts. <laughs> because of sugar? Really? Yep. Yep. Huh. So my stomach has been not responding well to that in particular. Last night. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was woken violently up and she just goes, disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. Oh boy. So I got to take care of that. Oh. But I I made so I made two steps forward, one step back. I don't know what the settling my stomach thing. Um, uh the the other thing was settling into our house. Yeah. And I did listen back to the one word episode and I just had no freaking idea. Right. We had we had moved in by then. We had mo- lived in our house for 6 months. And I was feeling like in that episode, we've, we're over the hump. <laughs> yeah. We can now settle into our house. And then January, we had the leak and everything blew up. So uh-huh. um, to a certain extent, that's been very difficult to do. Um, and to another extent, I was thinking about this yesterday. Um I think working all of the hard work I did on this house has helped me settle into it to a certain extent. Mm, mm-hmm. And I talked on the I talked on last year's episode about how settling was like grounding, getting low, and I did a lot of work on this house, on my knees and on my stomach and on my back. Huh? And so yeah. th- there was some sort of connection that happened. I don't know if this is dumb or whatever but i do feel like i'm connected to this house differently um i don't know that we have settled into it the way i hoped we would we're gonna try again in 2023 i suppose but it just caused us so much turmoil it's hard to settle into that yeah has we we talked also about the ground how it settles yep right how that's kind of like how sounds like member on Curb your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, what was that? And she's like, it's just a house sound, right? And and he's like, what's a house sound, right? Like that's it settling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think the house itself has re- has been rebelling 
not settling. <laughs> it's been like <laughs> trying to oust us, it feels like. Yeah. So I think the house is settled. It's my age, almost 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not surprised that uh, Larry David's houses are settling. The man- the new mansions that he moves into, this one is settled, and now it's like, maybe I'm done with humans living in me. Yeah, just like, leave me be. <laughs> right? <laughs> just let me die. <laughs> um, so uh, we have spent a lot of time thinking about and caring for and fixing and repairing and remodeling the house. I just don't think it was the settling that I had hoped for. Um, right. And then the third thing was settling into my faith. I think that has my kind of new, not new. I explained it. If people want to hear about that more, they can listen to last year's episode. But just kind of who I am now in my relationship with God and with other people and ministry. And I do feel like that has continued this year and will continue into next year. So um, would, would you say like year over year, uh, this like right now you feel better about your relationship with God than you did a year ago. Yeah, I, I think yep. so too. I, like just yeah. from my observation. Yep, I do. The the I think some of the things I was saying last year was that I'm settling into kind of like a quieter, gentler, kinder, more open to others and to God faith. Nice. Um, and so I think that that has continued this year. Awesome. Um, amidst all the stuff. Yeah. So um, that that feels good. The other thing I talked about on the episode, I think maybe I didn't, was that I was going to run three half marathons this year. That didn't happen because I got COVID. Right. Right in, in August when I had my third half marathon yep. scheduled. But, and this is an announcement, I don't think I've, maybe I've told you, I, don't, I certainly haven't said on the podcast, I am running a half marathon in January. Phoenix. A week from when people are hearing this. Nice. So I've been training for that for the past two months. I'm running that. And that technically will be within 365 days oh, of yeah, the month great. last year. So I did run three in 365 days, just not in 2022. So here's I the will question. Have. Here's the question then. Like, let's say you yeah. want to run three in 2023, but you mm-hmm. count that one oh. as part of your 2023. I, I didn't think of that. Shoot. <laughs> like, can you count it in both? <laughs> I mean, I can. Will I? Should I? Those are other questions. But yeah, you're right. I think. No, I'm kidding. Oh, man. No, that you're totally right. I probably will count it for both. Yeah. yeah. Also. Like we've said a million times and we've discovered, like, who gives her it? Who are you trying to right. impress? Right. I make the rules about that stuff, yeah. so I don't care. You did um, it three times within 365 days and three times in 2023. Yes. Those two things can coexist mm-hmm. and be true at the same time. Yeah. Nice. Great. Okay, good. I feel good about that. Um, running was great in 2022. I think I'm going to hit 600 miles. Um, so, yeah, but kind of my health goals... I, I hit pretty well, um, and I feel pretty good about the year. This is a weird year in a lot of ways. I think it was a better year for me than 2021, which really sucked, and 2020, that's I can't even remember if it was good or bad and so many complicated things. So 2022 was okay, a solid okay. Okay. I think we said last year that 2021 was worse than 2020. I, I, I would hold to that still, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. 2023, like I said, I have two words. Okay. You ready? Uh-huh. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to randomize this. Okay. Um, okay. A, a Christmas randomization, even though it's not Christmas anymore. Red and green, which is your favorite color or, or preferred color, red or green? Ooh, green. Okay. All right. Okay, good. I'm happy about this. I would have been happy about the other one. I'm happy about this. Look, I mean, look at my phone, dude. I got the green one. I love it. Ooh. 
That's not a case. That's the actual phone. Well, uh, it's in a case. But yeah, the phone itself is green and gorgeous. Whoa, we look, look at, at this. this. Dude, Christmas yep, phone. I've got a red one. Yep. What? Wow. That kind of rules. You know, I always got to throw Bono some of my cash. So I always yeah. get the red phone. <laughs> also, I discovered there's some green in my eyes, and apparently I look pretty good in green. Oh, Even who told I, you that? I, I mean, I, I believe you and I agree. I but favor blue. Look, yeah. But where did you hear this green news from? I can't remember. Okay. But I was like, oh, that actually, maybe I was getting my hair cut and I had a green shirt. Mm-hmm. But I kind of love army green and camo and sure over the last few years. 2023, maybe that's the year of green for you. Sweet. Ooh, that'll be my my color. <laughs> or I mean, not my color, my word. Okay, good. Green. I, I have mean, I have my words. You can make that down. work, right? Green well, can I work. Have my, my possibilities, like right there. <laughs> He's you, waving you, it at me. If you pause that, and um, I just put green down there. I mean, okay, eat more so greens. Growth. Okay, so speaking of that, the word that I didn't choose then, I'll just, my honorary mention, I think is more a more provocative word, and you'll see that when I tell you what my real word is. Wait, was that the casting of lots? Did we just cast lots? Yeah, that was it. Oh, geez. I I thought you were going to say which one was first, and then we were going to cast lots. Oh, geez. Nope. I just I wrote green over one and red over the other. And how do you pick the color? Live ammunition here, dude. Like on the West Wing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, the word that's under red that I didn't choose is bloom. I was thinking Ooh. about the word bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wanted because I always like a sequel to my previous word. I don't always right. like it, but sometimes I have done that. Um, and bloom, like I wanted to settle, get grounded, even plant myself. Sure. And bloom felt like a cool sequel. Like that. For 2023. Um, and it comes out of, basically just comes out of a prayer I've been praying through the fall every day, which is let the seeds that have been planted bloom has been mm, my theme in the fall. I love it. Yeah. So in the seeds that I planted in my boys... Ministry stuff, finances, relationships, personal growth. I've let it kind of it, it all I can do is plant seeds. The blooming is natural or God ordained. Yeah. And so um that's because I've said it so often in the second half of this year, I was like, hmm, maybe that's my word. Yeah. And it's probably my secret word. You and I have talked about this before. Yeah. We also have secret words that we don't tell anybody else. Yep, yep, yep. So blue might be my se- my actual secret word. But here's my word. Um, so I was looking for a word that would bring me joy this coming year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a I have a full difficult year coming up in 2023 throat surgery early happening two weeks from when people are hearing this um upped responsibility with ministry still getting used to noah being gone uh just a bunch of stuff coming up full and hard um and so i was just kind of thinking like wouldn't it be nice to have a word that i can latch on to that isn't like, just work, you idiot. Something like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what if, what if I chose a word that if I engaged in it every day, it would make me happy? Hmm. So I was thinking about the fact that love is my life word. And I love that, obviously. Yep. Uh, that brings me a lot of joy to do. And then I was just th- thinking about my top love language. Which is kind of a '90s thing, I know. The five love languages. The, I can't remember who wrote that book, but like, dude, it's it, it, it's very popular now. And actually, just like the Enneagram, it has yeah. jumped from Christian circles to all circles, like or yep. to, to anywhere. I think like, you're right. So uh, I think it's just like the Enneagram found a resurgence. Yep. So it was '90s evangelical 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Gary Chapman is the guy that wrote the book on the five love languages. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to figure out when that was. 92. Yeah, there you so go. So that's why I remember it being big in the 90s. Yep. The Enneagram is this ancient spiritual... Right. Totally. Like, but, but I... I take your point and agree with it completely that yeah um what started in kind of these spiritual circles gets popularized enneagram i feel like is the five love languages <laughs> now of the but I, I i don't know do you feel like love languages are coming back well i say that because i was in a, a training yesterday uh-huh. and it was in a totally different environment and right. five love languages was brought up yesterday. Okay, interesting. So wow. All right. Well, there you go. Um, so the and I could just tell the the five love languages are words of affirmation. This is how you re- not only receive but love to give love. Yep. You experience a lot of joy doing these things for other people, and also you really long for it yourself, and you feel loved when someone else does it to you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's let's talk about this. I love this. Okay. So that's why it's helpful to know other people's love languages because you can knock yourself out trying to do something that you think is loving and it doesn't connect with them. Totally. And so it's also a nice tool to kind of grow in your empathy and get out of yourself a little bit. Yeah, it's got Enneagram um, vibes with that for sure. Oh, yeah. And, it, and same with the Myers-Briggs. It's mm-hmm. not just so that you can friggin' know who you are and make excuses for your bad behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so right. you can grow in that and understand other people and how to function in society. Yes, absolutely. So it's know thyself, um, get better, right. grow, and grow in empathy. Yes. And love. Um, so the, the five are words of affirmation. Or like giving compliments or telling people that they're great and why, right? Yep. That's the first one. Quality time, spending time with people, receiving and giving gifts. Yep. Is the third one. Acts of service is the fourth one, and physical touch. Fifth. Yep. Oh baby. You it's... know my you know my fifth, right? I I know your fifth is physical touch. <laughs> Sounds Way weird there. that I know that, but Stephen's not a toucher. <laughs> He's not a hugger. Right. Now, like, yeah. I'm going to tell a story a little bit where <laughs> something shocking to me happened. Okay. Um, my number one is gift giving and receiving. Right. Um, I love to think hard about giving people gifts. Yeah. That are personalized. I love creating them if I can. And if somebody gives me a well thought out gift, I'm like, they know and love me. Yes. So um, I was just like, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. What if I just pursued that more in 2023? Mm-hmm. So you would be a great philanthropist. So everybody give Stephen a billion dollars so he can just. Uh, when, <laughs> when I was in high school and college, yeah, I used to pray or I used to, I used to tell God, you can trust me. Just mm. make me a billionaire. Hmm. And I will give it all away. And I still actually kind of think that about myself. I believe um, you. Totally. Uh, <laughs> it never happened. He probably knows me better than that. He's like, no, um, he's like, no, you wouldn't. Trust me. <laughs> right. It has been interesting to be, to have this as my top love language and not be wealthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, I, I actually think that it it is richer, honestly richer it is richer when you can't just do this willily nilly yep. when it is takes it, a lot it, of effort and sacrifice well i that makes me think of and you're not the widow but the widow with the two mites she gave of her poverty mm-hmm. right right so jesus says she was the most uh generous person there was like in the mm-hmm. gospels was her yep right yep and you know growing up i don't so I honestly th- don't think my parents would ever say we were poor because I don't think that they would like that word to describe us Yeah, because we were rich with love and one another. But mm-hmm. I think financially, w- we certainly were not 
wealthy, upper middle class, anything close to that. Right. And so I think even that growing up in that environment made me appreciate um, the gifts that were given to me as a kid mm-hmm. and Interesting. that I've been able to give growing up. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm connecting with this. Then I took my staff to Disneyland last last week. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm kicking around this word. By the way, the word I'm kicking around is not giving. It's generosity or generous. Mm. Because I think that has a different connotation that I really like. Um, where it's not an action, it's a identity. Sure. I okay. am. It's an, it's an adjective. It's not a verb. It's an adjective. I am generous. Or I oh. want to be at least. That's amazing. I was, I I was also thinking, what if it was just give? Yeah. So give. I was kicking give around, but I don't know. Maybe this is wrong. I actually think give can also carry a negative connotation nowadays, where it's like yeah. you give too much or right. I don't, and I don't yep. know how I feel about that. And yeah. I probably shouldn't even keep going with that, but no, I get it. it's really hard to spin generous in a negative light. Yep, absolutely. He's generous. He's a he or she is a generous person. Mm-hmm. That is just completely positive. Yep, and that's what I'm going for. So wow. I'm kicking around this generous word. Mm-hmm. And then I take my staff to Disneyland. This is long time coming. I think I've mentioned it briefly on the podcast. I've wanted to give them just some insane gift for a long time. Yeah. Since the pandemic, they've done a great job. And then we did something together this summer that I thought was impossible and half jokingly said, if you guys can accomplish this, I'll take you to Disneyland. <laughs> and then they called me on it. And I was like, okay. So we, I took them two days to Disneyland. All expense paid for them. Dang. I did it partially with a donor a donor's money who heard about this trip and gave generously to me to make it happen and partially with my own money mm-hmm. that I've just been putting away from yeah. the five or six side gigs that I have. Yeah. <laughs> Including the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since I said that, I've been putting money away for this. And because what I wanted it to be is an honest dream come true for me is to just... Anytime anybody asked me, I could say yes. Hmm. So we go there the first night. We went to downtown Disney. We went to dinner, and I took them to a... a when you go to Disney, everything is expensive, right? So yeah, I took yeah. them to a restaurant, and they're all looking at the menu, and they're like, okay, let's let's pick the the cheapest thing because Steven's paying. Yeah, like we'll get the, the chicken... Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> like the chicken right. sandwich, the grilled or like, chicken with yeah. broccoli or something. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no and appetizers, so s- no drinks, and, and no not dessert. because they think I'm stingy, but because they are kind in that way. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. okay. And so I said, for the next three days, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I have planned this in. Yep. And so, whatever you want to order, you can order, and they did. And for the rest of the two days, whenever they were like, ooh, I like the way that looks, I said, you should get it. I'll pay for it. Wow. I gave and gave and gave. And every time I did, I got happier. <laughs> I love it. And there's something that happened to me at toward the end. They all, we did California Adventure first, then Disneyland, a park a day, open till midnight. Decorated to the nines, dude, with Christmas decorations. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And we're walking toward the gate to leave. And I said, you guys can go. I'm going back. Mm-hmm. So they left, and I went back and just was there until they kicked me out. Wow. And I thought, I remember this. I wrote this thought down. I wrote, there has never been a gift of love that I've regretted giving. Mm. Um. And it's what I want on my tombstone that uh, that I was not powerful or um, smart or famous. It's I want to be kind and I want to be generous. 
And the way that my dreams, and it happens at Disney, and I know people think Disney's dumb, but I don't. I think it's amazing. I don't think I'm a Disney adult, but I'm a wonder adult. I love wonder, and I love, and I'm seven, so I love it when people try to make me feel good, and there's nowhere on earth that is tailor-made to make me feel good. <laughs> right. They are, I am being pleasured for 48 hours straight. <laughs> totally. Plus, they own Star Wars and Marvel, so it's oh, just and like... you you are immersed in those things. Yeah. <laughs> Over those two days, there's Marvel Campus at California Adventure <laughs> and Galaxy's Edge at, at Disneyland. And and so um, I love Disneyland. But what I loved is that I could tell people that I love, yes, you can have that and I'm going to give it to you. Yep. Um, Amy and Kaz, what we've mentioned before and have guested on the podcast before, said to me on the drive home, it's been three years when we haven't felt like we've been living in scarcity. Mm, yeah. That things have been taken from us for three years straight. Um, and something spiritual... I People think this is probably crazy that it happened at Disneyland. Something spiritually significant, significant happened to them and my team and me. Because we weren't losing anymore. Yeah. We were gaining. We were giving. Um, so that cemented it, and that's why I'm glad you picked green. Phew. That um, is so good. I was also yeah. thinking about how we also talked on about snot and poop on this episode a lot. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I wish we could get rid of that opening. <laughs> well, welcome to the two gomers. <laughs> um, the, uh, so my word is generous. I don't, or should it be generosity? I don't know. I'm going through, I'm going, now I'm going back and forth between those two. Generosity is the noun, obviously. Generous is the adjective. I, I like generous because okay. what we were looking back through our one words and they're almost all verbs. Mm -hmm. I like right. this idea of transitioning to, even though mine's a, mine most likely is going to be a verb. Sure. Uh, unless I go green. Um, but <laughs> go green. I like that. <laughs> but I love the idea of of a one word being a, an adjective. I love yep. it. Okay. Yeah. And it it kind of fits how we're aging a little bit, right? That it's not what we do as much as who we are. Yep. Um and so that okay, I'm locking it in. Generous. I will say one more thing about that. Um I think when I see my life as acts of generosity mm -hmm. instead of obligation, it changes everything. In particular, I think my work, where that can feel rote and obligatory, and I have to do this for the money, and I have to do this for a whole list of things, right? I have to, I have to. Yeah. But to think instead of that as this is me giving... This is an act of loving generosity of myself, my time, my gifts, my energy. Because my love language is gift giving, I don't know if I'm tricking myself into it or what. And I don't actually care yeah. if this is just a mind game I'm playing. If I can go into a day and I, and I can say, well, I, man, I have to have three meetings in a row today. I can, but instead I say I'm generous, I'm being generous with my time. Hmm. I'm being generous with myself, with my age and experience. Yep. I'm being generous with m my story, mm. um, my energy, because it takes a lot of energy. Uh, there's, there, there's a flip that's switched. And so I'm actually getting kind of excited about it right now, that if I, I could live my 2023 out of generosity instead of obligation, that might truly change me in 2023. So that seems, that sounds good to me. Oh, I love it, dude. I love it. I think it, like if, if you could have an adjective on a tombstone uh -huh. of generous... 
you know, I, we, I mean, we just keep getting older, not mm-hmm. staying the same age. And nope. uh, that's a, like a, a play on a quote from Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but we keep pressing on the, or like discovering these principles of giving away is better than mm-hmm. receiving. Like these, mm-hmm. these kind of like wisdom principles from Proverbs and from... Right sayings of old and you know mm-hmm. yeah that uh that we're almost discovering in in real time or something like that yep like you went yep. and you actually did it and you mm-hmm. were like dang like like the i don't know the the mathematics of it would be like oh you're gonna go and bring six people to disneyland and give yeah. thousands of dollars away you're gonna come away poorer right yep but you came and away that richer. Is the opposite. It is absolutely. I am saying this with like <laughs> a depth of certainty. Yeah. That it is the best experience I've had. Mm. One of the best experiences I've had in a, in a year of in three, four, five years of loss. Right. It's and certainly they got a lot out of it. But the gain that I got is immeasurable. Yep. Um, and so, and the also, the also the thing is that opens me up to receive mm-hmm. from God. I think primarily. Yeah. Him lavishing is a is a verb mm, I I love it. used a lot for the past two or three days. Yeah. I'm just I I want them I wanted my staff to feel lavished upon. Yeah. Um, and Hannah, one of my staff said it was like, um, it was like a taste of heaven for her Yeah, that to have, uh, to have somebody say, yes, you love that. I don't get it. You love it. You should buy it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I mean, and Hannah, one of my staff, Hannah has never seen a star Wars movie. I don't think. Right. But she spent a lot of time in Galaxy's Edge with Amy and Kaz who are obsessed. Yeah. Loving it. Wow. Celebrating watching somebody else love something. Yep. And so there was just like breakthroughs all over the place because we determined to be generous to each other going in. So um, it, it, it's, I kept thinking I wish everybody could experience something like this. Not only on the receiving end, but the ability to give. And then I was like, ge- the the generous thing was just hitting for me. You got to, I got a taste. I got a taste of heaven too. Yep. Um. And I I want to chase it more. So that'll be my twenty twenty three. Generous. I love it, dude. It's incredible. It is, but but a dim foretaste, right? The the order of the appetizer, <laughs> yes. but. If that's how good, you know, the hors d'oeuvre yep. is, the, the little the little morsel of taste, mm-hmm. you know, how much more lavish and, and generous and generative, right, is our God. Mm. Yeah. Um, I also got to meet Boba Fett and oh, yeah, yeah. Mando. Oh, and that, that video of the of uh, Grogu was so stinking yep, Grogu. cute. Oh, my God. I, we walked into Galaxy's Edge. There's Chewie. And Ray. Wow. And I walked up and I asked Ray, could I get a picture with Chewie? And she's like, I can't control him. <laughs> I can't tell him what to do. You better go ask him. <laughs> and so Ray and I are walking together behind Chewie talking about their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, it was so awesome. Um, so th- that's, that is also beyond the generosity was an amazing experience. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, all right, generous. I'm locking it in. I I'm actually really excited. I freaking about love 2023 it, dude. And what what that what it could be if I press into that. I love it. You're I you're not gonna run out. I really don't think Mm-mm. you're gonna run out if you live Mm-mm. that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that I I think that aging. I have seen aging have the opposite effect on people. Mm. Um, 
I, I think folks like my parents have become more generous mm-hmm. as they've aged. And so I have that model in my life. But there have been a lot of people that I've seen as they age, they get more stingy, mm-hmm. which feels like an old, like an old person word. I, I don't know. Um, but like they think they're going to run out mm-hmm. or they close off more and I just don't want to be that. So it's the opposite. It's the, I want to open up. It's the, the grasping as opposed to letting mm-hmm. go. And exactly. I, I can remember just as an Letting, act of gen- right. generosity of my dad is, ah, dude, I remember we went out to lunch after church one time with your family, Grauman's, mm. Georgeson's, mm-hmm. like Chapel Valley. I don't know why we were all Chapel Valley. We might have been leading worship or something. Sure. And so they all came to it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember going out to lunch and my dad went up and paid mm-hmm. and then we left and your mm. dad just being like wow mm-hmm. you know like uh, yep. you know what dude we we really lucked out in the fact that both our families are are generous my mom is one of the most yes. generous giving people oh, yeah. i know uh, our <laughs> first giver to the two gomers right she bought our I, shoes I <laughs> like yeah, and th- th- that could be chalked up to she's your mom. No, dude, that, not everybody's mom would do that. That's it. That's it. She's not absolutely. everybody's mom would say, "Hey, you're trying this weird thing." Yeah, I want to support it and I want to give generously to it. Yeah, pretty awesome. We got good, good family of origin, generous genes. Definitely. Let's keep yep. doing it. All right. Well, I am curious uh, what your one word is, but until that episode releases, we do want to hear other people's one words. And so I know we probably will have put this poll up already, but the best place to find uh, out how to respond to any of those things is follow us on Instagram. Our link tree is there in our bio with links to all of our social medias and a bunch of other stuff. You could call us on the Gomer phone. That number is 608 622 7669. That's 608 NBA Pony. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to right now. Thank you to the generosity of Davis for our music, Jason and Eric for our graphics, Adam, our webmaster, Annie, our social media guru, and the generosity of our. Gomertrons. They mm. are our subscribers to our Patreon. Patreon got what? Patreon. <laughs> I oh I can never say this right. Patreon.com slash two gomers. Um, that's our second podcast, the bonus disc. Depending on how much you give to keep the lights on here at Gomer Studios West and East, you could get up to four bonus episodes per month. That's patreon.com slash two gomers. Dude, speaking of gift giving. Mm. Look at this. Oh, man, I can't see. Oh, your gift has arrived at my doorstep. Go check your... Oh, my gosh, bro. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, FedEx. (laughs) That that would have been a little awkward (laughs) if I had just given that whole one word and then you didn't give me a gift at the party that's tonight. <laughs> I just thought I'd check Whoa, the phew. tracking the tracking real quick and make sure. Oh dude. Oh man. Okay. What a relief. Fewfers. Well great. Okay. Well, thanks for hearing me out. I do people like these? It doesn't matter. I what I love is that I have 12 years to go back and listen to how I've changed. Um it, I don't know, dude. It feels like we have we're we're growing up. Dude, I love it and I mean, I feel like our words always uh kind of like we latch on to the other person's word yes 100 percent. like i'm like dang it yep. kind of wish i would have picked that and i'm gonna live that out too <laughs> you know what i mean so uh, I, I i don't know if the nation knows this but definitely i think we adopt one another's words we totally do at, in our year yep. moving forward we should call it two words yep <laughs> anyways great app bro super fun man great stuff loved it and remember everybody if we can come up with one words if we can try to be generous and blank Mm -hmm. for next week Mm. uh, and overcome you can too and happy running 